0: Hey, dude. So fucking, we're back, dude. And, uh, <laughs> we're having a blast, dude. Mm. This is good times. This is good stuff. I'm, I'm excited to not be on my computer. Yeah, what the fuck? You've been doing that for weeks now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I was informed like an hour ago <laughs> that, that Jared's been off for two weeks, but he's been doing programming. I'm like, dude, I would have liked to have hung out with you, but... You were programming, so I couldn't. Whatever. Fucking Christmas to like the sixth. Fuck. I was off. I was just here doing nothing. Eh, fuck. I've been grinding on the Mortal Kombat 11, man. Just doing that,
1: that thing. See, I haven't even played. Like, I love you know me, Street Fighter. I haven't even played five yet, and that's been out for a while. For
0: anything, for anything. Is it like PS4? Or? Yeah, it's PS4. Oh, okay. okay. Xbox One, PS4. Okay. They might have that at the fucking store that I went to. I'm, I'm going to get do. one. I'm going to get one just because I want to have it. Do it. Yeah. And a Killer Instinct. They got two different Killer Instinct for Xbox One. You should probably pick those up. Yeah, I'm probably going. And Samurai Showdown. Definitely. 100%. You know,
1: fuck Killer Instinct. Pick up <laughs> Samurai Showdown. Dude, that's the, a
0: game you want in your life. Just the fucking cover of it looks dope, and it's all the old characters from the Genesis. The fucking uh, Neo Geo. Fucking. Neo Geo arcade fucking mm-hmm. all the original characters. Maybe some new ones too, but it's the OG dude with the samurai sword with the fucking uh, platform, I don't know, sandal thing. It's the
1: fucking, I can't remember his name. It's a dude, he was in uh, Capcom
0: vs. SNK. Yeah, sick with it. He's you on the him, cover. You like, want it in your life. I do, I do, fuck. I'll probably grab those up, man. As soon as the funds get, you know, in order. But, um, I actually fucking yesterday went to see the Red Wings play downtown and hit an arcade beforehand, and they had Final Fight on arcade there, and I haven't played that in fucking so long. That game's sweet as fuck, dude. Like, see, I always go to the other arcade. I think I need to go to Ready Player One. Yeah, Final Fight's dope, dude. It's so cool. I don't even know if they have that at the other one. They don't. Checker they Bino. don't know. Fuck. I remember there was a place I went to, um, Marvelous Marvin's Mechanical fucking whatever. They had mm-hmm. the Samurai Showdown uh, arcade there, which is the only thing I did when we went. I wasn't interested in any of the, the other weird shit. I checked everything out, but they, they had that cabinet there and I just, an hour. I just pumped quarters into it fucking for an hour and loved it. It was cool.
1: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but. That's definitely a game I could. I could
0: sit for fucking hours playing samurai showdown me too man there was a game do you remember eternal champions yes i just actually came across a video that had all the kills yeah eternal champions that was sweet it was like a exclusive genesis thing i think was it was there an arcade for that uh, if, I if know. an arcade exists for that i've never seen it i mean neither. i think it was just a genesis thing man it'd be a lot cooler if one did yeah no shit fucking dude with the hair yeah, the fucking hair and then there was a dude with a hawk that just flew over. Was that what was that? Was that Eternal Champions or was that Samurai Showdown? You
1: talking about the the chick with the, the hawk chick with the hawk. That's fucking um Samurai Showdown. Yeah.
0: She can sick the hawk on you and yeah. shit. She that was, was cool. also in Capcom vs SNK. Okay. So she was fucking dope, man. She was like a bitch to face if she was like computer, but if you knew how to use her, she was really good. Yeah. So, but yeah, anyway, uh, fucking, that's what I've been doing, the MK11 thing. <laughs> Wings won last night, went to the game. My buddy Jimmy, it was his birthday, took him and his kid downtown Detroit. We hit a fucking killer restaurant, went to the arcade, went to the Wings game. They won. That was cool. Um, what have you been up to, man? That's the latest thing I did. Nothing special. Yeah, just programming, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean I was trying to I was thinking about it cause the weather got a little bit warmer before the rain kicked in. Yeah. I was fun. gonna take my bike out.
0: Just cause why the fuck not? Yeah, it's not been a bad winter here. When's it gonna be fifty in January again? I know, right? What the fuck, dude? But it's like literally <laughs> anyone that doesn't live in Michigan listening to this episode, it's been raining here for three fucking days. It's like Seattle. This is weird, <laughs> it's like Vietnam.
1: I was actually had a meeting with people at, from Seattle and they were like yeah I work from home today because it started snowing.
0: Good God yeah, we're just getting downpoured rain dude it's like flood warnings and shit. It's like what the hell yeah um, but yeah uh, I did that did the wings game um, I actually last Saturday had internet hooked up at my house. I know what the fuck welcome to 2020 right dude I'm I'm all stoked I got shutter now. I got fucking whatever, Netflix, Hulu. I got my hockey. Now I can watch hockey again. You can get on all those fucking, all that weird shit. All of it, dude. I was watching, I dude, I watched so much fucking just like old unsolved mysteries and like Oh fucking went through shutter watched some I was gonna do some documentaries I didn't even get around to it because I was so excited going through menus. I spent more time just looking at the shit that I can watch than actually watching shit. I'm just like so excited
1: Ugh. dude maybe it's just me but I'll put on old fucking um unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. Am I the only one who looks up
0: the stories to see if they've been solved? I haven't gotten there yet. I might actually do that. That's a good idea. I do it all the time. Like, like, fuck. It started with
1: the ones that like didn't give an update, and I was kind of intrigued by the story. I'm like, yeah. well, what the fuck? I wonder if it's ever got solved. And I started looking it up, and now it's to the point when, as soon as they start the story, and they start talking about who they're who it's going to be about. I'll just start looking up <laughs> to
0: see if it ever got solved. That's actually genius because when those aired, there was none of there. It was impossible. You just had to take their word for it. Like, yeah, and then like maybe like a month later they do an episode on it again oh, just yeah. because of the update we did an episode 2 yeah. weeks ago about fucking Gina blah 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 and she was never found and she actually was found and or we're it's still an ongoing investigation or whatever yeah dude that's that's crazy yeah
1: there was one where uh this dude i think it was unsolved mysteries this guy um like shot somebody in his driveway and was touched himself or something and then we looked it up, and ended up being that dude ended up being a straight up serial killer. What the? Fuck? Because the episode ended, and they didn't find him. So I
0: was like, looked it up, and yeah, ended up. Being he <laughs> ended up killing a bunch of other people. He ended too? up being a serial killer. Oh god <laughs> yeah. damn! So that was just one incident that was reported. Mm-hmm. And then they found out there was like multiple people that he killed. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I got excited. The first uh, I watched the first episode of the first season, the pilot. And the first story was about a married couple that went on a fucking horseback riding thing like by the in the woods by their house and the wife ended up dead and they the husband said that she they were newly married they were married for like half of a year like newlyweds and she he said that she fell off her horse and hit her head and died and everyone like believed him and everything was cool and he was a nice guy and Her family loved him. It was a tragedy. Then they come to find out this dude was, like, running scams on fucking insurance shit. And, like, he married her because he wanted to fucking put in a huge life insurance fucking thing on her. And then, like, put two and two together that he probably fucking, like, staged some kind of fucking... He fucking killed her. He killed her and made it seem like she fucking had an accident on a horse. And, like, he came up missing... And I'm just, like, glued to my TV. Like, I haven't seen this shit in so long, and this is fucking cool. I think this is awesome. So I got, I got like, two episodes in and fell asleep, but I was like, this is great. And, like, Robert Stack's voice just brought back, like, eating Lucky Charms in my onesie and shit. I'm like, this is great, man. Dude, that's, like, my jam to fucking fall asleep to. Me too. I, that's going to be my th- my new thing, yeah. The For only sure. time the
1: only time it sucks is because if if right before I fall asleep it's a story I'm interested in, I can usually just go. But if the up they don't read the fucking update, nope. it's just the update music and you know there's an update on the screen. Yeah. So if like I'm about to fall asleep and then I hear that music, I'm like motherfucker, I have to read what it says.
0: I know, I know. And then you don't sleep, and then like the next episode starts, and you're like, fuck, here we go again. I hope it's not a good one.
1: Hopefully I fall asleep before the goddamn end of it and the fucking
0: update music. Oh, my God, dude. You know, I, I was thinking about digging up the old Rescue 911 fucking episodes with William Shatner. Fuck, I forgot about that show. Yeah, which was basically Unsolved Mysteries, but it was just emergency calls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like special ones where there was, like, weird circumstances. Like, fucking, there was eight people trapped in a burning house, and they called 911, and the fucking firefighters rescued fucking whatever, and the German Shepherd pulled out a fucking... It's like, dude, and William Shatner's, like, just all in the mix. It's like, yeah. So, and then America's Most Wanted was a good one, too. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. There was a couple of them, I, you know. I remember seeing them when I was a kid, like, Those were cool My mom That's all she Like Saturday night Was America's Most Wanted That's what the fuck Was on TV So either I had to like Find something to do Or watch that with her (laughs) But That was like Fucking America's Most Wanted Cops Cops That was another one Yeah that was always on
1: Now there's one called Live PD
0: Same thing Which basically It's like live But it's like Following cops around Yeah It's fucking weird man Like I don't even think Cops is a thing anymore Is it couldn't tell you. I don't think so. It's like branch, like the same thing, but it's called different shit. And there's like eight of them. Yeah. Like live PD, and then Steven Seagal had the fucking one, <laughs> fucking the law fucking man. Goddamn Steven Seagal on that fucking show. Yeah. What the fuck was that, dude? He just sits in the passenger seat, all fat, like yeah, dumb and shit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Fucking Steven Seagal. Good. good. <laughs> <laughs> law man. I think that's what it was called, Steven Seagal (laughs) Lawman. He's just fucking mopping up cadets. Like, no, you don't want to do that. You break the wrist, walk away. Have
1: you ever seen the video? I want to say it's he's in Russia because he's like became like butt buddies with Putin. No, and he's doing some like demonstration, quote unquote. And it's like he stands up and like people are coming at him, and it's like zero effort. Because I'm pretty sure the people coming at him and are in on it. And he's just like tossing him.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, this is fake as shit. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the fucking beginning of Above the Law. Like the very beginning of his first movie, he was really fucking up some people. Like he was in Japan, I want to say, or something. And this is like, it was in black and white. And people were coming at him, and he was really fucking up cats, but they were, like, a, like actual trained, you know, black belts and whatever. And he was, like, putting on a demonstration for actual students, and it was actual footage, and that's what people bought into that made him a star, was this dude's not, like, a Hollywood karate guy. This dude will fuck you up in real life, which he is actually a black belt in like Hapkido and Jiu Jitsu and Judo and shit but like a lot of people say he's fake I don't know whatever I don't know it's fucking weird I didn't know he was boys with Putin though fuck that shit right that's dumb yeah there was also he was like on the news at some point and he was like
1: I mean I guess it's you could look at it as pronouncing his name correctly but I look at it as coming across like a dick Because everyone's like Vladimir Putin He's like, yeah, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> like the That's way, Just, the, just the way he fucking pronounced it. I'm like, are you kidding me?
0: Okay, just do yourself a favor. Like, Steven, what are you doing? What I know. What are you doing, Steven? Next time you get a chance, watch a movie called A. Out for justice, mm-hmm. you've seen. Mm-hmm. You ever heard his fucking Italian accent? It's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty goddamn bad. It's so exaggerated. It's like that's just him being terrible, Stephen Seagal But he will still fuck you up. So, there's that Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like a, the way he pronounced, like, ah, dude, you gotta see the
1: clip. The way he pronounces, fucking like he comes across like a complete douchebag. Yeah, right. Like he's like
0: knows something you don't. Like, no, we know <laughs> Whatever, who the fuck he is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look at him like I look at Chuck Norris. Any of those, yeah, it's Park like, like you're too. fucking weird now, but you used to be cool.
1: I still have respect for Van Damme, yeah, oddly enough, because he came back,
0: he did he's that fucking a parody of himself. Now, I showed you that fucking show last time you <laughs> we were over here. I'm wondering to myself, okay, so he shows me this Van Jean Claude Van Johnson fucking show where the real Jean Claude Van Damme's making a parody of how serious he was taken in his movies, which I take him seriously, I celebrate his entire catalog right? Even the bad ones and it's like weird because only people that are no, even Fairweather fans of Van Dam would enjoy this show just because it's well written the funny shit's funny right? But like hardcore fans like me that know every nuance of every fucking movie he did when he walks downstairs to make that fucking weird shake in the blender thing and the only posters on his wall are the fucking worst movies he did. That's why thing. is that sudden impact, the hockey movie? He never mentions like
1: any of his big movies in that show. No. It's I think he's mentioned Time Cop 8 times that in that fucking his, show. It was
0: not a good. It was fucking it was Sloan from fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off was his girlfriend. Okay, and fucking it was it was the Terminator plot with Van Damme in a with a mullet. So like what are we doing here? He goes back in time and he's a Time Cop. Like he's the police of Back to the Future. I don't know what's going right? And then and the <laughs> next, that's the first one I see and he's wearing a robe and he's all obnoxious and then the next one next to it is Sudden Impact. That movie's so bad. Like he that is beating ridiculous. people up in a fucking Pittsburgh Penguins mascot. They're fighting on the catwalk and
1: he's gotta get down there before the third period. I know,
0: dude. It's like game seven of the fucking Stanley Cup finals and shit. It's like, they're in the fucking igloo. It's like speed, but in a hockey arena. You know? It's like, what the fuck is really happening, dude? I'm like, dude, what he made some classics and you're celebrating time cop. And there was another one he mentioned, the quest. These are all okay. The quest. Did was, he? I missed that. No, he mentioned he, uh, about the quest. Yes, it was about the fucking people from all around the world coming together, which was the Bloodsport 2. Yeah, and he mentioned the quest, and I was like, okay, of all the fucking movies that you've done, we've we've covered Time Cops, Sudden Death. And fucking You know it's it's intentional. They didn't bring up his big movies for a fucking reason. No, I know it's funnier if Oh and he they only, brought up Universal Soldier. It's too.
1: funnier if he only mentions his
0: fucking bad ones. I think that's why I like it so much is because you have to be a hardcore fan to know as soon as someone says fucking time cop, you're like, okay. Did if you, they if, if I hear hard target, I'm fucking turning the TV off and walking out, dude. Did you fucking pick up on the movie he's filming? No. Like hooked in. Huck Finn. Oh, when he's wearing the straw hat and yeah. the fucking overalls, like, <laughs> yeah, like Tom Sawyer. It's like Sawyer a, it's like and a shit.
1: revisioning of like Tom Sawyer. <laughs> he's
0: like, what did what did he say? Daddy's home. And he's like, what did he say? Like his comeback was like, uh, fucking. I don't know what he said, but it was corny as fuck. And then he like, just yeah. I
1: don't know, Dude, the it. first time I saw that was when it wasn't even a show yet. Amazon did like one episode as a pilot and I guess they do all these shows and people kinda decide on what's gonna be good. I was at James from um Midnight Drive. Midnight Drive fucking studios. I was at his house in Indianapolis and like woke up in the morning. He's like, you gotta see this show. <laughs> he's Dude. like, here's some coffee. Check this shit out. That's yeah, fucking amazing. And before I got on the road we watched like the two episodes they had of that. I'm like, this is fucking gold. I love it. I'm like, this is gonna be great. And I think they only did it got picked up, but they only did one season. I don't think they did anything else after that. Mm. But it's fucking great. I love it. And it, it, it honestly, it made me respect him more because he that show is clearly poking fun at him.
0: Yeah, like he's not taking himself too seriously. And yeah, he he agreed to do it and it made me appreciate Jean-Claude Van Damme more. Yeah, but, but. it's almost like he did it for like his real fans, though. It's funny to people that aren't really into it just because it's funny. But like his real fans want to see that because they're like, when you were... 11 year old steve when i was 11 year old steve it was like dude you see blood sport it changes your life now you're my age steve and you're watching this and you're like you hailed this guy and he's like has enough uh, wits about him to like be like dude just calm down it was there were were movies man (laughs) he's got a fucking beer gut driving a segway to pick up his paper i know it's fucking amazing (laughs) dude This is not a restaurant. It's a pop-up experience.
1: (laughs) Can I get some water for my ramen? I
0: fucking lost it. He's like, wait, wait, you're not Nicolas Cage? Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Dude, Pure gold, man. Uh, Oh, fuck. All right, so we fucking started off on a fucking weird trail off tangent. Um, I since I don't know, man. Do I dare ask if you've been watching anything? Watching, not so much. Just listening, listening a little bit. Okay, I'll just cover Watch,
1: watching. Man, I've been like, I just I throw on whatever, um, because I'm just computer shit. Yeah, you've been doing uh, that. Yeah, I put on uh, the sh- there's a show on Netflix which people at work got me into it. Everybody listening probably knows everything about it. Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Never heard of it. It's fucking about Sabrina. You know, the Teenage Witch. Absolutely. More of a darker tone to it. Is it still, uh what's her face? No. This is the, the chick who plays Sabrina is a chick, the chick who was in the movie uh, Black Coat's Daughter, which I know I brought up before here. Okay. A slow burn horror film from like a handful of years ago. Gotcha, okay. Really cute girl. Um, she plays Sabrina. It's more of a darker undertone to it. All about like fucking... Satan and fucking witches and
0: shit. Okay. Well, fuck. Pretty legit. I like it. I don't mind it. It sounds interesting. I would check it out. So it's, it's pretty it, cool. So it's the it's the uh, base basis of Sabrina, the teenage witch. But it's yeah. like it's like for like us now instead of being like like the, Like it's st- Wiccan shit and like st- well, like actually straight up witchcraft shit. Oh, straight up witchcraft. Like, like Church
1: of what well, they call it the fucking. Uh, Church and night, but it's basically they fucking worship Satan. Like, that's
0: fucking no way. And, um, that's cool.
1: The, the two ants, like this, like, Spree and the Teenage Wish still have the two ants and the cat Salem, but Salem doesn't talk. And the one ant is the chick from fucking Shaun of the Dead. Okay.
0: Well, that's fucking cool. Fuck. It's fucking, it's I a dig series it, then, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like they're on season,
0: two, about to start season three. No I shit. Think. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be watching that. So I fucking. It's on Netflix, man. I don't even have enough time now with all this shit I have. I get to, apparently I got to check out the Mandalorian and all this other shit.
1: I don't know shit about that. I just know there's a video of the
0: stormtrooper punching Baby Yoda in the face for like an hour straight. Yeah. I just I heard about that. You told me about that. I brought it up to Brandon I work with. He explained the whole thing. Went on a 15 minute. I'm just like, okay, cool. So like I said, I guess apparently a stormtrooper. Punched fucking baby Yoda in the face. He's like, "Well, technically, it was." I'm like, "Okay, cool. I haven't seen it yet. Like, I'll get." And then there. somebody
1: somebody took that scene and then put it the music of the music of Toto
0: Africa behind it. I gotta <laughs> and see. And it that. loops the
1: whole time that song's going.
0: <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. So yeah, I got to do that and then. But of other shit. Yeah.
1: Besides just like just putting on shit to go on that was like the one I was like oh I'll fucking try to catch up on this show. I think new season's coming out. And then fucking I've been watching uh, I haven't watched it yet but like a few weeks ago the final episode of Mr. Robot aired. And ha- okay. Haven't okay. watched the finale yet. Okay. I need to watch it's like a two hour fucking finale and that show's amazing if you're into like computer shit and hacking and just like Anonymous basically because a lot of the shit kind of mimics Anonymous,
0: the okay. hacking group. Gotcha. Show's legit though. Sounds like it. Fuck yeah, man. It's fucking awesome. With fucking like uh, tech savvy fucking geek squad activists and shit.
1: Well, what's cool is the dude who fucking made the show, the reason he even made it is because he got sick of fucking seeing these shows that were like had to do with like mm-hmm. hacking but everything was, like, completely unrealistic and fake. Gotcha. Like, that's not real. So he wanted to make this show, and during the show and, like, on the set, he has people who actually know how to do this shit, and a lot of the scenes they fucking, like, film of, like, people actually doing it, it's like he had these people come on and, like, hey, we need you to do this, and they filmed them doing that. So everything they show is real.
0: Oh, that's cool as fuck.
1: The most, like, the biggest criticism I've read about it is – some of the things they do they get it done way quicker than you would be able to do it in the real world
0: okay yeah. so like it would like, take a lot more time but it's for it, it's for it, tv exactly though. exactly
1: so it's not even a fucking real criticism yeah. like one episode he fucking needs to pretend to be a cop to get fucking phone call data and he fills out this form and faxes
0: it over and they're like
1: oh yeah that's legit that's how you would do that He's like, but he got it back in, like, ten minutes. That would take
0: you, like, two days, at least. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't fucking... You, you got a show... You got a TV show that you got to think about. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't even fucking... That's, that's just someone just being sticklers about it. No,
1: exactly. You know, like, there's fucking, like... That's fucking... That, that's the only thing? Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So... Well, yeah, that's pretty it. much what... Well, that's, I mean... A bunch of filler shit besides that stuff. What have you been doing? I mean, since you got the fucking... Since you became, like, part of the modern age... Yeah,
0: well, all that shit, I, uh, I just, I still am doing the VHS thing. I've, well, absolutely. I yeah. watched uh, Just Before Dawn, um, but on Shutter, I watched Madman. I haven't seen that in mm. quite a while. Uh, Blood Rage I haven't seen. Okay. In, in the fucking, I watched it the other, like, was it last night or the night before? It's, like, crystal clear and bright. It's fucking weird. The only yeah, it's the fucking aerial,
1: tra- The aero transfer, I think.
0: Yeah it is. It's probably that's probably what it is cuz I seen it twice and or maybe three times and it was so dark and so hard to see on YouTube or any streaming site, dude. It was like a bad transfer. So I actually got to see it bright and brilliant and everything fucking happening, so that was cool. I got to see how annoying that fucking mom is. Yeah, she is very annoying. The one that's getting hitched everything about that mom. Oh, it's just a fucking mess, dude.
1: But the fucking phone call she's having When she's trying to get a hold of the boyfriend who got his hand chopped off.
0: Yeah, it's pretty tough to sit through. I want to
1: punch her through the screen.
0: Dude, but just fucking... It's got to be said, the first 10 minutes of this movie is the equivalent of fucking what dreams are made of. The score and the Mm drive-in footage. Popping corn, smoking pot... The score song that's playing. I get you, I get bunch you. Bunch of people hanging out in cars on a fucking driving on a Saturday night. That's what's up, dude. Okay, I just fucking uh, love it, man. Uh, so I watched that. And then Don't Answer the Phone. Weird, creepy dude that strangles fucking women. Yeah. And then Tourist Trap, man. I had to do it, man. Like Tourist Trap.
1: I do, too. I hate that it's a... Fuck, I forgot his name. The dude from
0: fucking Wizard Video and shit. Oh, um... Uh, fucking... What, the character guy? Fucking the dude who runs it. I know who you're talking I'm about. I'm blanking on his fucking name. Is he the one that caused the ruckus like yeah, five years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's fucking, his company had to do with that movie, and it has the same type of music as the fucking Puppet Master movies, mm-hmm. and it's all the fucking carnival-y music. Yeah. Love that movie, minus that shit, because I hate that fucking score, and that's why I don't really like that company, minus the fact that I don't like that guy. But you, even watching like the Puppet Master movies with that music, it's like, ugh. But yeah, Taurus Trap's great. Minus the fucking fucking music.
0: Yeah, I don't and know. And I'm still, I mean, how many Wait, wait. You, we're, we're talking Wizard or Full Moon? What are we. Well, it's this. Uh, there was the thing. Know, yeah, that f- ha- yeah, Full Moon. Yeah, so fucking so there was a thing with Full Moon where Full this Moon dude got and a hard on and, for,
1: Full Moon and Wizard, same dude. Okay, so they re released, started re releasing. Yeah, the Wizard dude found quote unquote a bunch a of fucking, shit, Yeah, and, and it was basically like just him trying to like a cash grab, cash grab on the fucking VHS boom that happened.
0: Yeah, that was... he a, got called
1: out real quick by people who collected, and then whatever he he. What's funny is what was
0: the what was the fucking. Uh, the wizard that really fucking was noticeably bullshit and he got called out on. He got called out on a zombie big box. Well, that not, was one no, of them. No, that was not it. That was, I'm thinking of something else. It was a. Uh, fuck. It was a big box wizard. He found it in a fucking warehouse somewhere and someone was like, this is not yeah, legit. That was like his whole thing when he came out. What the fuck movie was that? Dude? He, he had. It was a like, big
1: one. It was the big wizard fucking. Well, he had like 12 of them. That he was like, yeah, I found all these wizard old like big boxes.
0: I know. I'm just trying to think of the one that is just. I don't but know. yeah, he well, he got called out
1: because I don't think he realized fucking people that collected tapes paid that much attention and was really fucking into it. So he got called out real quick by somebody who bought the like bought one of the new ones and compared it to his original, and was like, yeah, well. The cardstock's wrong, the printing's wrong, the ink's wrong. <laughs> like all this shit's fucking wrong. These things are newly printed.
0: Yeah, they were like fresh ink and shit. Charles no. Band. That's his fucking name. Gotcha. I'm looking for the fucking Headless Eyes. Was it Headless mm, Eyes? That was one of them. That was one of them that I caused think. the fucking ruckus. Someone's like, okay, this is not This is not right. Dude, he he beat me out on a bid on eBay.
1: That dude? Yeah, Charles Band. Shit you not, on a wizard bid box, funny enough. Astro,
0: Astro Zombies. Astro Zombies? Yeah,
1: he fucking outbid me.
0: God, Oasis was, uh, Oasis of the Zombies was a fucking big box wizard too, wasn't it? I don't think Oasis was. Astro Zombies is probably what I'm thinking that. Okay. So you, so what the fuck? So he owns the rights to it and he's outbid you on a fucking his own tape? Yeah. What a fucking douchebag. Fuck <laughs> well, he I don't even say he owns the
1: rights to it. He had the rights to distribute it at that time. A lot of his shit was kind of shady. Like, dude, he doesn't
0: have the rights to do this anymore. Yeah, it was the fucking headless eyes, dude. Remember the dude bought the headless eyes? That was the one that started the whole thing, I think. That's what brought awareness. And then it just escalated from there.
1: Well, he, it didn't help. He fucking put out this video, like, yeah, you, we got these warehouses, and we found like these boxes of these old, of the old containers for the big boxes. Mm. So we're gonna sell them. They're all gonna be weirdly numbered, and we're gonna have to make the tapes. So their tapes are gonna be like dubbed, but da da, da 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 da. And that's when people started getting them, and then comparing them to their originals, and we're like, no, dude, he didn't just fucking find these in a warehouse. He made these. Yeah, fuck all that noise. And he was at one... Like, when he first did it, he came to fucking Wasteland. And he he was not at one after that. But he'd be at, like, horrorhound and shit. Because Wasteland is one of the bigger ones where it's VHS tapes. They're going to fucking point out your bullshit real quick. All the other ones don't give a shit about VHS tapes. So he's good to go there. But he would never come back to a fucking Wasteland.
0: Yeah. I remember me and you having a conversation about that. And just while we're on the subject, fuck Bull moon shit, I puppet master's cool and shit but i don't really dig anything that full moon dude I, I, i'm not gonna say that because maybe was blood lake a fucking uh no, that was wizard okay um but castle freak castle freak okay the witchcraft
1: series which there's like 24 of them i no, know or i've seen like, like, like two of them and some like of them are eight. good some of them are mm-hmm. shit i'm gonna guess like it's like
0: the, mainly the first couple. Any-, Any idea what those are going for? Have you seen The witch, the Witchcraft? Yeah. Fucking movies? VHS, no. Like, what, the third one or the fourth one? Like, Bloodstone? Or one of them's Bloodstone? It's a fucking ridiculous amount of money that the fucking VHS is going for. Like, people are fucking losing their minds over one of them. I don't know which one it is. But it's like, oh, dude, does anyone have Witchcraft 4? I feel like... Like, What?
1: someone posts the fucking movie people forget that movie existed and then like what it looks like and then he clamors up a fucking hype for it I guess yeah and then prices go up for a for a minute that's a fucking mess
0: because there's like multiple I think every one of my puppet master tapes has the trailers for witchcraft movies before the movie starts yeah and then one of them which is a way later puppet master I popped in like maybe six months ago had a collection where you could buy like fucking eight witchcraft movies for like 200 bucks or something you know it was like from the 90s or something and i'm like how do you even i've never seen maybe i've maybe seen one or two of those maybe on accident Dude, they're on like fucking witchcraft like 15 or 20
1: yeah, They're up there. They're fuck the number for Witchcraft is up there. So the fact that I was listening to uh, can like morning radio on the way to work one day and they started like for some reason talking about like movies that have the most entries into their franchise and witchcraft was like number two on the list. <laughs> and I was like, I never even heard of these movies. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. I just What the fuck, man? Yeah, that there there's a shit ton of entries into those fucking movies. Yeah, what's up with that? It's uh, I'm just looking just to see. Eighty eight was the first one. Yeah, they were an, they were a fucking eighties movie, man. Witchcraft sixteen. I think they're up to sixteen now. Yeah, what year is that? Uh. Witchcraft sixteen.
1: That has to be the, it, Like a couple years ago.
0: Hollywood Coven. 2016... There we go. 16 direct-to-video chapters.
1: Yeah, and, like, I think the first one wasn't direct-to-video.
0: Yeah, it wasn't in theaters, I don't think, right? I don't know. I think the first one might have been. Might have been a theatrical release of the first one. I might be wrong. I don't fucking know. (laughs) There's no way, dude. I don't even think... There's no fucking way. You don't way. think
1: you don't think maybe it you was You don't think Witchcraft 1 made it to a I theater? Guess
0: I don't fucking Star know. Star Cinemas didn't show Witchcraft 1. Any idea how bad these fucking <laughs> movies are, dude? Like I'm just I just out of curiosity real quick, dude. I have to fucking hold traffic. I just want to see what these are going for here. Um
1: Don't go to Amazon if you
0: I'm on eBay just okay, for the sake a, of okay, witchcraft that's a better VHS 88 850. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's normal. Witchcraft two, ten bucks. All right, yeah. Okay, um, one of them. There's nothing special about these movies. They shouldn't be going for fucking much. One of them is fucking like going for stupid, like amounts of money. But it don't it don't matter. I guess witchcraft. We'll just type in witchcraft four. See what four is going for, guys. DHS, right? Who has it? Does anyone have it? Witchcraft for six fifty.
1: Yeah, see, this ain't It's there's no witchcraft movie worth money.
0: One of them was, or someone was just trolling on the tape trading group. Fucking probably that. That's probably what it was. I just happened to glance up. I'm like, okay one of the sequels to witchcraft is fucking like 70 bucks what's up with that and, and speaking of which dude what the fuck's up with that guy in the tape trading group with the stupid dumb fucking not even cool horror movies that are decent and he's charging 400 bucks for the lot and there's six tapes oh
1: wait you mean the dude who puts in like one like decent tape that usually goes for 50 to 60 bucks and then three other tapes that go for like five bucks and yeah, he wants yeah. to charge like
0: 90 dollars for the lot no, this one was 400, and the only one that was decent was like Black Christmas.
1: Well, I seen that one, but it was that he put in like four movies that actually go for about 50 bucks, and there was like one or one or two that were like, eh, because he keeps getting ratted on because he's like, they're like, why the fuck do you keep selling these decent tapes with like three shit tapes and wanting to get like a fucking price? Just break that shit up, sell the one for what it's fucking worth. Yeah. But they're not selling. That's why he did that fucking lot of like the three decent tapes with like two shit tapes. Yeah, it's
0: like weird. It's like, and he's like, dude, hard four hundred, like three ninety eight. He's like, I know what I got. Yeah, and and so this is like fuck, hundred comments on it. And someone's like, is this a fucking rib? Like, is this a joke? Like, so it's not a joke. And if you don't like it, don't comment on the fucking post. It's like, well, you're a dumbass. No one's gonna pay these fucking prices. What are you doing? Yeah. It was like Chopping Mall and Black Christmas with like four dumb tapes, yeah. four hundred bucks, stiff. Fuck you, stiff this dude. <laughs> dumb shit. But uh, those are the yeah. That's what I've been watching. Just those those VHS and then um, that's it, man. Besides what the movie we're doing. Right on. What have you been listening to, man?
1: Been kind of doing a thing, not really a thing. Um, I've been throwing in a bunch of fucking ferocious acts, man. Like oh, you're, you're playing with them in August. That's not a that's not a thing yet.
0: <laughs> oh no, you're not. <laughs> My bad. But I've been listening to them a lot. That's cool. Um, That'd be cool if you played with them one day.
1: Right, I know. Fucking picked up a couple of their newer ones. Fucking Wes, you know Wes. Yes. yes. He runs fucking Make 'em Sweat Records out in Phoenix. Yeah. Fucking, I was like digging. I'm like, oh, let's see how these, some of these are going forward. Da, 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 da. And I know, like, their older ones that I've missed out on are, like, really up there in price. The newer ones are cheaper. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I can get it for this, this. And I fucking came across Wes's fucking store on Discogs. And he's got, like, all their shit at even cheaper prices than I was finding. Really? So I fucking picked up one of their latest LPs and 7 inch from Wes. Fucking killer shit. Nice. Always good to fucking listen to Ferocious X. Check out Ferocious X. Um, Absolutely. And then, um, obviously, the Isturismo thing.
0: Still on that kick, dude. That's going to be a forever thing. Always
1: and forever, man. Yeah. That band's amazing. Fuck yeah, dude. I hate that they called it quits. I was hoping they'd get some new shit from them. Um, and besides them, um, picked up from uh, Sangreal Records, uh, Alejandro's distro and distro? label. yeah. Um, Razor Custom Killing, their uh, eighty-seven album. It's like the fifth full-length. That
0: was after Violet.
1: Yeah, that album's fucking killer. It's before they got all like super jockey sounding.
0: Yeah, it's probably the last one before that happened, right? Or maybe they had one other one. I think happened. so. It's like it's it's pretty close to the point where they started sounding like they really started lifting weights. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely pre uh, Shotgun Justice, but like post. Uh, violent Restitution. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right in that cool wheelhouse, man. That's probably still fucking rad. I don't even mind Shotgun Justice, but I can see where people kind of like get turned off by it. It's definitely got that. I
1: don't right. know, man. Maybe it's just me. No, it's not it's like, just you. I've fucking, heard it from multiple people. Yeah, dude. They get to a point where it's like Razor's amazing. And then all of a sudden it's like, dude, did they fucking start like lifting weights and going to keggers? Like, what the fuck happened to this yeah, band, it's like, man? Yeah. It's
0: like there's 80s Razor and then there's 90s Razor because Shotgun was 90. And then they had some a couple records after that that were just like that. So, you know, whatever. I thought the riffs were there on Shotgun. But just the lyrical content was, like, way different. Yeah. Indeed. Didn't have that thrash fucking, like, you know, I don't know, whatever. They just went to straight up, like, their opinions or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird. Just, it got different. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, like, maybe... Like doing keg stands and fucking lifting weights, picking up heavy shit and putting it down. Maybe fucking started chewing tobacco or something. I don't know, fucking. But whatever. Still some fucking killer riffs, dude. On you know some of this shit. Yeah, dude. The band got some fucking. I got some fucking chops to him.
1: Obviously, yeah. they're, they're they're fucking razor. Like I, they obviously have some shit to him. God
0: damn. But dude. I
1: have a cutoff. Some people, it's later than my cutoff. But yeah, I talked to Chris from
0: Shit Life, and he loves fucking Shotgun Justice.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's the thing. Obviously me and Chris from Shit Life also have a different cutoff when it comes to Sodom. Oh yeah.
0: Well <laughs> I might side more with fucking yeah, because I, I know like, you
1: side more with Chris on that one. And honestly, yeah. I'm not even gonna say I'm not even gonna say I totally disagree with you guys. I've only ever fully delved in and really gave two shits about all of Sodom's like early shit up until like what the fuck was it like Asian what the fuck? No. I'm gonna say Agent Orange. Agent Orange maybe maybe one album past Agent Orange and then you got to fucking Tapping the Vein which was like their 90's stuff and I was mm-hmm. like I wasn't digging it can't get into it yeah
0: well I was that was when I was introduced was yeah, I was introduced by like their old shit then I heard their early shit and was fucking way floored like nuclear winter and fucking dude persecution
1: mania yeah there you
0: go fuck me man yeah that album's amazing yeah all that early shit i was turned i was introduced to them, tapping the vein thought they were amazing and then heard their old shit and was just floored by that too i was like holy fuck like so but i always have a fucking love for tapping the vein it's just i don't know you know but no, I got you though. I I understand where there's a, like a cutoff there. It's just it's preference. It's what it, you know, whatever. It is. I mean, it is what it is. Um. Well, yeah, that's cool. That's what you've been jamming because like my shit's not exciting at all.
1: That's pretty much what I've been jamming. Okay. That
0: I remember. I just now that I do the the internet thing, obviously, I I'm just watching full sets. So I just. Uh, but I did jam because uh, Mitch. Packard yeah. from Mold Problem posted something about something. Oh. The Endless Swarm
1: fucking the Beach split that was supposed fuck to come out a year on ago. Fucking the
0: Beach has new shit this year. Is that what I'm
1: or That post was from January twenty nineteen that Endless Swarm was gonna do a split with Fucking the Beach. It hasn't come out yet. Yes, yeah, so it's gonna be twenty So who knows if it's fucking coming out. Gotcha. But either way, Fucking the Beach is playing <clears throat> Fiesta Grande in California this year with Slight Slappers and almost every fucking grind band in the world that you'd want to see. That's... Grind PV band in the world that you'd want to yeah. see. But Slight Slappers and fucking the Beach are enough to fucking draw a crowd.
0: Yeah, Fuck on the Beach, man. Great. Don't know why. Popped in my head, dude. Hooker Spit Windex, Pizza High fives. Absolutely. Fucking jammed that last night. And was not interested.
1: That'll fucking start a party.
0: I was drinking. <laughs> I the wings won. I was full of fucking Lafayette Coney Island and pizza. And I and, just had a blast and I fucking started opening beers and listening to Hooker Spit Windex. And,
1: and needs like, to get on the level. Yeah. Cause Hooker Spit Windex. That's what's up, man. That's,
0: oh fucking that split is fucking amazing.
1: Amber and Brian. They're fucking, they kill it on that fucking thing.
0: Yeah, who I was hanging out with in line waiting to get wristbands at fucking Horror Hound didn't even know that I was hanging out with Hooker Spit Windex. Just thought they were cool people with a kid. <laughs> they are cool people with a kid. They are, and I did not know that they were in a fucking sick ass PV band, like that I was really into that you showed me. So that, there's that. I listened to that split. That's about all that I listened to without watching the full set. Um, I just I stumbled across Indian played uh, Maryland Death Fest last year in 2019, like a reunion show with Ethan from Primitive Man doing the noise stuff for him. Mm-hmm. I watched that; that was phenomenal. Uh, Weed Eater played at Psycho Las Vegas last year. I watched that full set. They actually played Godspeed or. Good Luck and... Well, it's like backwards. God Luck and Good Speed. Yeah, God Luck and Good Speed in its entirety, which was really cool. Acid Witch. The set from Northwest Terror Fest. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. You'll want to. Yeah? Very good, dude. Excellent song selection, too. I was very surprised. Sick with it. And then uh, an old Bell Witch set from Heavy Days in Doomtown from 2013, which was pre-Mirror Reaper. I watched that, that's like an hour long It's just fucking depressing funeral doom. And then, uh, just to plug this, next Wednesday, Keeper, who must have woke up from a fucking, some kind of a weird coma, uh, are putting out a split with Body Void. Uh, two sludge bands that I'm really fucking into that have been defunct for like five years, both of them, and they just decide to just announce a week before the release that they're doing a split on fucking January 15th, which would be Wednesday. I'm really fucking excited about that, and I've read every review of it coming out, and it sounds exactly like something that I'm going to fucking put on my top five next Christmas. Dude, never keep them guessing, man. Awesome. Just wait and, wait and release. It was just weird. It was just like I got on Facebook one day before work, and it was just like, boom keepers back together doing a split comes out next week i'm like get the fuck out of here with who body void stop it that's how you do shing man i guess it was all gorilla style like dude there was no pre-fucking like build up to it it's just like yeah so and all the pre-orders are gone there's just nothing fucking left all the fucking all the vinyl no it's only it's cassette actually it's cassette only they're they're pretty much done. They're gone, so no one's gonna get anything. That's cool. They'll so, show up on discogs for like fifty bucks a tape. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen. <clears throat> yeah, fucking, that's what happened with the keeper sea bastard split from twenty fifteen. Like that didn't last and it's legendary, so There's that, man. That's all my music shit. And then rest in peace, Neil Pert, man.
1: Neil fucking
0: pert. Yeah, the fucking drum machine from the northern country. <laughs> We're
1: in the great white north. Yeah. Whoa. One nation
0: below Canada, above Mexico.
1: Dude, the fucking uh, <laughs> Bill It's <laughs> <He's> from
0: Canada. <laughs> no, it's just that there's some fucking no like next time the fucking someone says like you know the national anthem or whatever the fucking pledge of allegiance one nation below canada above mexico (laughs) dude when i heard i'm an atheist fuck you once i heard that he
1: fucking died it made me think of i think it was fucking family guy did that little cutaway skit and it's fucking chester cheeto does like a line of fucking cheeto dust and he's listening to Rush, and he fucking, like, breaks his coffee He's like, Neil Pert's the best fucking drummer alive. I've never seen that.
0: <laughs> Sounds pretty amazing, dude. But, uh, yeah, fucking Neil, dude. Neil Peart, man. I could go on and on. I'm just going to cut it off there, man. Leave it with the fucking diehards that are going to hit me.
1: The, the fact that he fucking lost his wife and daughter and then just rode a motorcycle across Canada for a year and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah. It was in the 90s
1: it was uh fucking take your take your fucking personal time
0: yeah for sure he did and then came back and learned how to play drums all over again as if he wasn't already the best in the world pretty cool shit um so with that being said we Unless you have anything else you want to add? I got nothing else. We might as well get
1: into it. We're like 40 minutes, 45 minutes in.
0: All right, cool. Because we have to order a pizza,
1: too. I'm fucking famished.
0: Dude, listen, everybody. We're going to be talking about Cat in the Brain. Yes, a cat in the brain, 1990, Fulci. Lucio Fulci, the, the fucking grandfather of gore, dude. This movie fucked me up this week just because I've never even considered it to be on a top list of fulci movies why really think about it how many conversations have we had since we've been friends have I ever mentioned cat in the brain being up there I'm fucking up in life I my tastes are changing or something here's the thing here's the thing a lot of people don't look at this movie like that I think I fit into that category I think that's going to change dude a lot of people look at this as like a throwaway fucking movie. Like a lazy movie. I don't look at it that way. I just never... I Just the other ones... I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just watched it twice this week and I was like, why the fuck is this not more relevant in my life? Yeah, this movie's You amazing. always got your zombie. You always got your house by the cemetery. You always got your beyond. This fucking movie's great. And it's like... It's not only clever and just... You know, it's just, there's, like, a cool, like, the whole meta aspect is just so fucking genuine, dude. It's so good. So good, dude. Absolutely. Um, and just the, you know, and then there's a comfort with this movie. Frizzy did the fucking soundtrack. <clears throat> he did all the music score. And then you you hear the Beyond score that just yeah. brings you back to the fucking, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's I, I love it. Where do you want to start with this thing? (laughs) Even actually, no. For this movie, I don't know where the fucking start. I don't either. I don't either. It's all over the place. I got some like choice notes or whatever. I just I don't know where to start because it's like
1: so. Okay, this movie is is basically what is it? Seven seven different movies, clips from seven different movies with a wraparound story. Yes, that's basically what this movie is. Absolutely, and it's. Fulci playing Fulci. Mm -hmm. And Fulci's character is like a director who's now starting to have like a hard time dealing with what he's filming. And I don't know. Like, it's just to go from there. No, I know. Okay. So, yeah. So he looks like fucking Elmer Fudd in the beginning. We can, go, we can start there. I guess that's our starting off point. He fucking looks like Elmer Fudd when this movie starts. Very, very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he does, dude. He got the fucking, the goddamn flannel jacket, the flannel hat. He does. With the we're ear all, flaps, the we, Walter, only Walter missing, Mathow boy. We're missing a rabbit with a carrot and a shotgun. That's all we're missing from this fucking image. <laughs> or fucking
0: Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> Walter Mathow. Dude. Uh, oh, my but, fucking God
1: but yeah this fucking movie and okay the movies he touches on the movie, the movies he borrows from we'll just say with quotes yeah yeah they're movies that either he directed or movies that he go like uh, had a hand in directing without credit yeah or he had like a hand in but he mm-hmm. didn't let anybody know he was helping out with it. oh the thing. old
0: uh, Tom Savini nightmares in a damaged brain fucking yeah, well, thing Tom
1: Savini can say whatever the fuck
0: he wants in on that one okay but yeah <laughs> but kind of like he just kind of had his <laughs> well, hand in the pretty much him, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So there was there was Bloody Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Touch of Death. Touch of Death. There was Massacre. There was uh Sodoma Ghost. Um, there was Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck was the other one? The Murder uh,
0: what the fuck was that movie called? Um, I'll tell you right I now. I fucking can't remember. There was either. like, yeah, there's seven of them, and I had all of them fucking. Uh. Here.
1: So the the murder something I can't remember the fucking movie. I'll
0: tell you here in one sec, but yeah, the touch of death was the fucking.
1: Yeah, he like used he used scenes from all those fucking movies, and it was uh
0: the murder secret. The murder secret. There we go. and the beyond the beyond oh, just he the didn't, music, yeah just he didn't
1: the music. use the mu- the movie clips from beyond no yeah
0: yeah uh Sonoma's Ghost yeah, Touch of Death Bloody Cycle, Massacre that Murder Secret Heinz of Gretel
1: but he um so yeah anyway he just filmed shit around that this was supposed using those
0: fucking clips yeah but this was supposed to be the wrapping up of Touch of Death right like was he it? was fin yes it was supposed to be the final the beginning of the movie was supposed to be the final touches in the end of the production of Touch of Death. Oh, didn't know that. He was moving on. Okay. And then there was going to be the new film that he was going to start working on. I remember the chicks like I think I'm going to be cast in a new yeah, movie. He was the whole premise was that he had finished Touch of Death and he was going to move on to his next movie. All right. So, All yeah. Right. Which was unnamed. At the time. At the time. He, and then the, the whole Nazi aspect came in. The guy was like, so what is going on with my Nazi character? And then he had the visions of the fucking Nazi orgies and all that weird shit. Okay, so yeah. well, there we are with that. There's a lot going on in this movie, guys.
1: This movie's got a lot, of, yeah. There's a does. lot
0: going on. There's a lot of fucking weird like wormholes and shit. So, What
1: was funny is uh, he wasn't really open with all the things he was doing. And all the shit he was borrowing. Fucking like uh, Brett Halsey, who was uh, the main actor from Touch of Death. Yes. He didn't even fucking know that Fulcher was reusing this footage and adding him to the credits as being in the movie. And he got
0: pissed about...
1: Yeah, he didn't find out until the movie screened. And then he fucking... He, it, it dampened his... View a little bit in his relationship with Fulci, but it really, dampened it was. He was trying to get a hold of Fulci just afterwards, just kind of like bullshit with him, yeah. just talk with him, and Fulci would ignore his phone calls.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he also was like, I sh- would have been cool if I could have got a couple of bucks for like what I contributed to this film that you put out. And oh yeah, you
1: know, like, but he he's like he wasn't like super pissed about it. He wasn't really like demanding money. No, he wasn't it wasn't like he just, yeah, It would have been cool. But he was trying to get a hold of him just to talk to him because he was like, hey, I work with him. I'm cool with Fulci. Let's can bullshit. And then he wouldn't, since it was after this movie came out, Fulci assumed
0: he was calling because of that. Yeah. And just ignored his phone calls. But wasn't, in real life, wasn't Fulci in a bad way? He was sick. He was getting sick. or like It was
1: towards the end. Oh, I mean, this was I'm one of his final film. I'm not going to say towards the end
0: because this was filmed
1: in 90 when he died in, I think, 96.
0: Yeah, and Wax Mask was '94, yeah, right? So and that's really when he sick. started to. Yeah, so I mean, this was I don't know, who, who knows, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't in a good way, or you know, whatever. I guess I would assume. Um, so yeah, so he was ignoring his calls.
1: Yeah, He was just basically it was just. A- Ignoring this guy's calls because mm-hmm. of that,
0: um, yeah. So there, so there's that. And then, and just real quick, I wanted to throw in there. In the beginning, when he uh, goes to the restaurant <laughs> to get the steak, yeah, the waiter comes out and brings him the sample plate. Yeah, and he can't look at it because mm-hmm. it's minced meat. Yeah. Just real quick, fun fact: the dude, the waiter, was in Mulholland Drive. Really, when the two guys are sitting in the diner, okay, and he keeps telling him he's having a dream about being in the diner, and they walk back to the dumpster, and the weird homeless, dreadlocked, fucking scary guy comes out from behind the dumpster and scares the fuck out of anyone who's ever seen that movie. That's that guy. I would have never in a million years thought there was a fucking
1: David Lynch, Fulci connection.
0: Yes, it's. I noticed him right away. I just he's got that face. It's just no one looks like him. And it's the dream sequence in Mulholland Drive when he's sitting in the diner telling the guy about the dream he had and then he walks behind the dumpster and the guy comes out and it fucking just... It scared the fuck out of me the first time I seen it. You weren't expecting it. You're like, what the fuck, right? So then he has the fucking heart attack or whatever and fucking... That's that guy. Anyway, so uh, Fulci is having a hard time with, like, grip... So, like, he's having a hard time just gripping reality because he's fucking seen so much...
1: Yeah, this in the movie he's it's it's almost like he's he's having a hard time with he's filming these scenes for his next movie and he's having a hard time dealing with the gore. It's just like he's not fucking sitting well with him. Yeah, that's when he starts seeing that like shrink. Yeah, the psychiatrist.
0: Yeah, he can't even look at meat or yeah. It's like they pull out the fucking steak tartar and he's fucking like. Nah. Yeah, he can't. Just it's yeah, and then he keeps having visions of the fucking cat. This weird shit. It's just weird shit. Like, it's all gore. And I just want to touch on the gore in this movie. Might be some of the best of his.
1: It's fucking amazing. Even Dude, though and a it's lot constant. of it is just
0: pulled from other movies. But I get anyway, it. Anyway, it's fucking great. It's a fucking medley of just.
1: The fucking kid on the scooter, and then the chainsaw comes up and just fucking
0: decapitates him? Yeah. And then there's like a fucking. Uh, just a kid's fucking head de- decapitated Yeah. Like, he's on a scooter yeah that that whole thing and did you ever did you ever notice that the chainsaw the name of the chainsaw is Macgulloch I don't know if I paid attention to that yeah it says Macgulloch and that's Ian Macgulloch from Zombie I don't know if that yeah. was on purpose or if that's an actual chainsaw brand but it just popped in my, I just I seen it today and I was like wow that's fucking kind of ironic but um yeah, so he sees the psychiatrist and, um... Yeah, psychiatrist starts <clears throat> fucking with him.
1: Basically, like, hypnotizes him. Yeah, So the psychiatrist starts fucking killing off people. And then makes him like, oh, when you hear this sound, you're going to start seeing some fucking grizzly images. Mm-hmm. That's when he goes to the fucking homeboy's house and just starts seeing, thinking he's seeing, like, his whole family get murdered yeah. by the gardener.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking top shelf, like, gore, dude. (laughs) He he
1: walks into the bathroom. This chick's just straight open shower, naked, Mm -hmm. showering. Like, oh. He's like, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else. And she just, like, casually shuts the curtain. And then just starts getting stabbed with a fucking
0: knife. Yeah, the fucking, the old uh, shower stabbing shtick. But it works. And, uh. Yeah, there's uh, the, the also the uh, fucking uh, throwback. The spilled red paint reminds Fulci of the acid blood scene from The Beyond. Yeah, the spilled red paint. He kind of yeah. has a flashback to that. I thought that was cool. So there was a little bit of a touch on the besides the music, not much though. But yeah, this uh, um, I was going to say, this is one of his last films before he just couldn't make movies anymore. And then uh, it, it's basically what I got from it was, like, what I wrote down was it was a personal insight into the effects of horror filmmaking on the psyche. So from filming these movies and from coming up with these, like, scenarios, his fucking mind just twisted. And he's like, I can't fucking handle this anymore, man. I've seen every type of weird eyeball being punctured fucking... Throats being cut, decapitations, weird fucking erotic shit. Dude, my mind is fucking done. So he goes and sees a psychiatrist. But this psychiatrist hypnotizes him and then starts... Killing people. Killing people in a Fulci manner. Yeah. But Fulci doesn't fully fucking, like, understand why this is happening. Because he's... This is where I get hazy. Like, he's witnessing these murders... But he's helpless.
1: He's not really witnessing the murders, but he was put under hypnosis to where he heard a certain sound. He would hear these murders happening. Or he would not hear it, but he would vision Okay, a murder scene, basically. Gotcha. So that's when, like, he shows up at uh, that one guy's house, and the psychiatrist is in, like, the, sh- the bushes and, like, Plays that fucking whistle, yeah. And that's when Fulci goes in the house and sees the fucking chick get stabbed in the shower. Sees the kid get fucking decapitated,
0: yeah. And then what's the, the the stabbing where he's like, "Stop it, stop it." He's like, like watching it happen. He's like, "Stop doing that," but he's not doing anything to stop it from happening. So it's almost like he's helpless. Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just watching the shit happen, and he's fucking like, "Don't do that. That's not good." Like- well, then it plays in like if the the, the scene where they're
1: they're showing all the. <clears throat> The fucking Nazi orgy. Yeah, and then he comes out of it, and he's like, "Dude," do you and they're like, "Dude, what do you, you know just what you did? did. You fucking knocked that shit out of that dude's hand, and you fucking ripped Rip. open that chick's fucking blouse." Yeah, and you better fucking. What do you mean? Nothing. What do you mean you're sorry? Yeah. What do you
0: mean? <laughs> hey, you gotta fucking fix this shit, dude. You gotta fucking apologize to some people, man. Um. So yeah, that. That whole, uh, that, that's cool. That was a cool uh, fucking angle. Like the whole, like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but according to you, some bad shit happened, and I just did some bad shit, so.
1: Well, according to his daughter, this movie was a lot of, it was a lot of him taking, like, the shit the critics said and throwing it back in their face. Like, oh, you, you think I I use the zoom lens too much? I zoom in too much? Well, let's, get, let's do that, like, and let's do that a lot. Because there's a shit ton of time where he just zooms in in this fucking movie. Yeah. And this, she even said, like, this is just him basically taking the shit that he's been giving and just putting it in a movie. Like, you say I do this too much, well, let's fucking just throw in this movie and do it
0: a shit ton of times.
1: Yeah. Like, amp it up by 10.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's almost kind of like a fucking, like, a big fuck you or like a... Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, it's funny, we were just talking, we're, we touched on this movie earlier in a conversation we had before we started this episode. A New Nightmare. A lot of people say there's similarities between yeah. Cat in the Brain and New Nightmare.
0: Absolutely, okay.
1: Fulci actually
0: looked at A New Nightmare as a fucking ripoff of Cat in the Brain. I don't see him being wrong on that. Because that was also a meta film. Yeah. Um,. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a very good point. I didn't even really think about that. That's, uh, there you go. Um, just real quick, the uh, he was wrapping up production and finishing Touch of Death. Nightmare Concert was the next movie. That's this. Yeah, that's the alternate title or whatever. Yeah. The, the name of his next movie he was working on that this whole thing was about was Nightmare Concert. Yeah. So... Uh, and then at the at the end which I want to touch on that too uh, the last scene the last shot of his newest film Nightmare Concert captured by the film crew sailing alongside bidding goodbye to his colleagues so was this whole fucking thing like the next movie
1: what do you mean Which is like, yeah this was the next movie
0: yeah so when he at the end of the movie when he's waving bye to his camera crew yeah everything that happened in this movie was his next movie yeah so we these people really did die
1: well in this whole thing like
0: i don't fucking god damn i don't fucking know. that's where i get hazy man that's why this movie's so great makes you think right so i mean um i don't think so so in the beginning so so real quick when he's like um yeah i'm finishing up touch touch of death i'm having these visions blah 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 do you realize what you just did? You ripped home chick's blouse. You fucking slapped a plate of fucking shit and said, get animal eyes out of my face. Can't look at steak. All of this was Nightmare Concert. And none of these people were actually killed. And there was no Nazi orgy. These were just scenes that were being filmed. But all those scenes,
1: every every scene in this movie, I'm going to go with no, like 90% of the scenes in this movie came from other movies.
0: Yes, but the, the the stuff that wasn't is nightmare concert, or is it not?
1: Like, all right, I get where okay. you're getting. At. I get where you're Okay,
0: at. is nightmare concert a crescendo, closing, act response to previous works, where he wanted to put a punctuation on previous works to land it so to speak or to close the book on because this essentially was one of his last films. I think this was his last full film that he was involved in without a hand with somebody else. This was his eight and a half. Okay which I wanted to touch on that. I've never seen that. What the fuck is going on? So okay okay, eight and a half.
1: Obviously (coughs) Fellini. Have you heard of Fellini? Mm Mm-hmm this was like eight and a half was like his like movie where it's it's like basically like fucking this it's like really the camera's turned in on itself super fucking meta type of thing and obviously that movie is a huge fucking cinematic like high level yeah people look at eight and a half as this fucking achievement yes okay this is like Fulci's eight and a half where it's like him turning the camera in on himself and like super meta that
0: what that's what it is okay i'm just confused as to the end result and on top of that to add more fucking confusion to this there's two endings to this movie in which i've, I've only never seen never seen the other ending i haven't either Never Apparently, seen. Apparently, there's it. a fucking there's a different ending that's so gruesome and grisly. Would that even fucking change my question? Would that like would that make sense more than the ending that we got, where he's like going on vacation because he was told to?
1: I don't know, dude. That ending didn't fucking test well, quote unquote. Well, so they used the ending we use. We have, which was
0: fucking it fucked up in itself. Because he tells the chick that he needs bait, because he's fishing, and she goes below the deck, and he follows her, and then you hear chainsaw noises, and you think that she becomes the bait until she comes back up, and she's not the bait, but he's using fucking hands as bait, and then his fucking camera crew says, okay, Lucho, have a good oh. one, man, we'll see ya, and he's like, sweet, Later. <laughs> what the fuck is happening dude I'm like dude it's like okay but it's genius it's fucking good and I it just I, this is gonna have to be a mainstay in my fucking Fulci I've, library
1: since I've seen this movie I fucking love this movie because of how just scattered and just hodgepodge this fucking movie is with shit mm-hmm. love it always loved it mm-hmm. Had, did you catch the name of the boat
0: perversion yes awesome or was it was a perversion, perversion. Or was it per, perverse Perver- oh, i think it's perversion perversion yeah written in cool like cursive yeah fucking dude okay so we'll try to we'll try to wrap this up the best we can <laughs> <laughs> this movie is fucking I'm going to say, and this is not just a flash-in-the-pan fucking opinion, I am going to honestly say that from this day forward, I'm going to hail this movie as one of the better Fulci movies. And I shame myself for not thinking this way long ago. This movie's great. I watched this movie with different eyes this time. I don't know why it's just hitting me different. Jimmy, ha- I had Jimmy's DVD for two years. <laughs> I borrowed it from him, and I finally gave it back to him, and I fucking watched it a few times, and I liked it. I just didn't really... I think the
1: hodgepodge-ness of it hits people the wrong way sometimes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I just... There's the, there's the classics that just yeah. always... Yeah. We're always going to have that. But I'm never going to be the Suspiria guy with fucking Argento. I'm never going to be that guy. Oh well, fucking well. Yeah, I like Argento, Suspiria. I'm never gonna be that guy because we. You're always. I'm always gonna have my deep reds and my fucking whatever. Like his whole catalog's good to me. Even the stuff that he just put his name on that he didn't actually fucking just like demons and shit. Just like fucking Fulci. I hail him as one of the best of all time. This movie's fucking going to be probably top five for me now. This is going to replace something, and I don't know. It's probably going to replace Zombie 3. (laughs) Zombie 3 is up there. And that's a fucking weird, hacked up fucking just clusterfuck of, like, how the end result came in, right? But I always loved it. Uh, This is way better than Zombie 3, dude. This is fucking, this is great. Even not, not just by Fulci standards, just by fucking any... Italian horror standards. This is great, the plot's great, the fucking concept is good, the gore's top shelf, and it's a meta movie, which just makes you fucking think a little bit, and it's just it's a lot of different avenues and shit, so, yeah, dude. I just, I, I don't know. You know, this fuck.
1: Yeah, pretty much just ditto everything Steve just said.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to fucking else to say it. Just if listen, anybody, this movie's worth a checkout, worth a is. fucking
1: watch. It's fucking Fulci. It's got the fucking gore. It's got the fucking feel. It's got the sleaze.
0: It's it got everything you fucking need out of a fucking Fulci film. Oh, yeah, there is tons of nudity in this too, and fucking yeah, and and I just want to say that like two things: if you haven't seen this movie and you are a fan of Italian horror or Fulci or Gore or even just a good fucking f- like plot watch this absolutely, and don't make an excuse not to it's free on YouTube that's how I watched it I do not own a physical copy of this movie watch it on YouTube it's full HD uncut there you go cat in the brain dude absolutely so that's that man anything else you want to add
1: no I got nothing I got nothing I got a piss
0: me too <laughs> and uh, I need a beer and we, we need probably get some food yeah let's get some pizza so we're gonna fucking we're gonna sign off here man thanks for listening and we'll see you next time man
1: yeah yeah see you guys later